Hey there, and welcome to the Financial Therapy Podcast. I'm your host, Yasmin, and together we are going to discuss different topics within personal finances in a less technical way and more relatable way. So without further ado, let's get to this episode. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Financial Therapy Podcast. So we are at episode four, and before we start with our investment theories, the second part of it, um, where we're going to talk about how to start investing, I want to hook up the girlies with something amazing, okay? I'm wearing it right now. So the people that can see it on the video know what I'm talking about. So basically this, wait, I moved away from the mic. Um, this right here is a pleated um, shirt from Nike and it got some matching like pleated loose pants as well. So it's a set, but it's sold separately. And right now I know it's like sold out in the UK, even here in Denmark, I think um, the black one that I'm wearing right now is sold out. Um, I think you can find it in other stores if you just type in uh, Nike pleated skirt, uh, pleated shirt, sorry, <laughs> in, uh, in black you will find it, but on Nike's website you only find it in jade green i believe and beige but both of them are beautiful colors i'm also going to buy it but like let me tell you this is something really really amazing especially because fall is about to come so you need something nice to wear um i've been wearing it in the heat and i'm not going to lie to you um i didn't feel any warmth because like the material is made of it's like jersey but it's like this really loose and really nice form of jersey so i definitely recommend you getting it Um, i don't gatekeep when it comes to like nice clothing i'm telling you like i'm going to give it to you i want all the girls to wear it in the city um everywhere on instagram if i see you with it like I am definitely going to like your picture because it is like a really, really great shirt. Um, I didn't buy them pants because I mainly wear like skirts or dresses and things like that. Um, I don't really wear pants, but if you do, go for it. They're really like loose, but like if you're short, you might have a problem with the length because they are really, really long. They are so long, so consider that. Um, so let's get into this episode. Like I did a little promotion for Nike, but they don't sponsor me. Come on now, Nike, please sponsor me. I'm going to use you guys as a, as an example later on. Right. Um, anyways, so we are going to talk about how to start investing, right? Um, is the golden question. I've been asked about it so, so many times. A lot of people have come up to me and be like, I don't understand this. This is so complex. How do I start? You know this. You have a degree in economics. You know this. I'm like, I know it, but like, I'm not the best one to explain things. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, I've always like had a problem going in depth with something. I've had such a hard time just to, you know, 
make people understand something that is so easy and so uh, simple to conceptualize. I'm not really good at it, but we're going to do it in this episode, okay? Okay, I am going to simplify what it means to invest, right? So first of all, can you invest in your local coffee shop? Unless your coffee shop is public. And when I say public, I mean public to to the people. Then the answer is no, right? You can't invest in your public coffee shop because there are people that own it and they chose to keep their business private, literally, right? So the people that haven't kept their business private, the ones that are public, example, Nike, <laughs> Uh, they are a public company, right? They sell clothes, they sell athletic attires, stuff like that, right? You can invest in Nike because they are a public firm, right? They have gotten a permission to operate their business in a public scene. So people can invest in it, right? Because it's public. But you can't invest in your local coffee store because these are some people that said, you know, we're just going to sell coffee. We, we do not, even if we want to buy another coffee company, we're going to do it through our own funds. We're not going to ask the general public for money, right? Um, but some companies do ask people for money, right? And... The way they do it, the way they raise funds is through shares, right? So when they do that, they allow people to own a little piece of that company. When they own a little piece of that company, they can make money off of it. And I will get to that. I will get to that. How you make money off the stock market. I will get to that. But basically... When you are in the stock market, right? The stock market is just a place filled with companies and people. That's it. It's not more complicated than that. The stock market is a place filled with public companies, public companies and people, right? So there are people that are interested in buying pieces of these companies and some people said you know what i don't see any potential in this company no more i'm going to sell so basically what the stock market is is just a marketplace right if you've been abroad especially in the middle east right <laughs> i have been in the middle east so i know you bargain right you bargain about the prices a lot. Like if you're not interested in something, you leave. If you want to return something, you go ahead and you return it. If you want to buy something, you buy. That's just how the stock market is. A lot of people tend to get intimidated because there are a lot of rich people there too. Don't get intimidated. You're not playing the rich people game. You have to understand that. Rich people play the game differently. And I think I will make that a future episode so you understand what it, what it really means and what it really entails, right? So when it comes to you as a regular person, 
and you want to invest, right? There are several ways you can invest. There are several ways you can make money of the stock market, right? You can choose and say, "Hey, I'm going to invest this amount of money each and every month." And I'm not naming any specific money because at the end of the day, only invest what you can afford. Only invest what you can afford. Don't listen to these people out here on Instagram and TikTok giving you an example that says invest five hundred dollars. Some people don't have five hundred dollars. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Five hundred dollars is a lot for a student. Five hundred dollars is a lot for somebody in the lower class, right? And I don't like to use that word, but I'm using it just to make you guys understand, right? There are there are a lot of people who do not have the funds of investing five hundred dollars. So when I see these examples on social media where they try to break down, oh, if you invest five hundred dollars a month, you have you have one point five million when you're sixty five. I'm like, okay, we get it, but who has five hundred dollars? Okay, so again, invest only what you can afford. But, and I want you to take notes throughout this episode. Please do so because investing is something like really complicated to understand, even when you're explaining it in such an easy way, right? It's still something complicated that you know if you don't write it down, it's like a it's like a recipe, right? Imagine you're baking a cake and you miss the sugar. That's going to be a very disgusting cake. A cake without sugar, it's not good, not good at all. Okay, so only invest when you what you can afford. So when it comes to like investing, you can choose to invest in one company, right? So let's just say you invest in Nike. You buy one share. I don't know exactly how much one share of Nike is. I don't know. Has it surpassed like two hundred dollars now? I don't know. Like I haven't checked. But you buy one share of Nike, and each each and every month you buy, uh, you invest more. So maybe you buy another share next month, and you buy another share the month after. Still, what you have done is you put all your eggs in one basket, meaning you are fully focused on one one company, and the. Disadvantage of that is that if the company doesn't perform well, well, it's not going to be great for you either. It's not going to be great for you either because if the company does bad, you don't really have like a lifeboat. You don't have anything to save you um, when things go, you know, down south, right? So what you can do, um. There are really two options here. Um, you can invest in something called mutual funds, and mutual funds are like a basket filled with different companies, right? And these companies have been handpicked by fund managers. So these are like professional finance people that have been trained to analyze the market to the point where they can pick. Uh, companies apart and say, "Oh, this company is going to perform well. 
compared to this one. And they put all the companies that they believe will perform well in one basket and they will try to sell it to you as a consumer, right? They will try to sell it to you and be like, invest in this fund. One of the bad things about mutual funds is like, first of all, they are really like hard to access, right? Um, and second of all, a lot of them require like a minimum uh, amount of money. So they may say like, you have to have several thousand dollars to begin with in order to invest in mutual funds, right? Something else that you can also invest in that comes with the similar, like what can you say, like a similar uh, methodology that the mutual funds come with, still where you have a lot of companies in one basket, uh, like so your risk is less versus if you were to invest in one company, you have several companies. So if you have one company that performs bad and you have four others that perform good, you're good, right? That one company is like, eh, whatever, you're still making money, right? So these are called index funds. So they are a basket of different companies. Typically, um, with index funds, you find them in the form of ETFs. ETF stands for exchange traded funds. So typically the basket consists of uh, companies from the S&P 500. What is the S&P 500? S&P stands for Standard and Poor's. It's just a name. But S&P 500 consists of the 500 biggest firms in the US, right? Where a lot of them include tech firms like Facebook, and Google, etc. Tesla, um, which is like electric car firm. So you have like a lot of companies in one basket, right? And you've seen tech firms, they perform, they perform pretty well on the stock market, right? Um, they also like big in size, like um, in general, um, when it comes to index funds, they typically follow the market, right? Um, while when it comes to like mutual funds, these are again fun, uh, funds that are, you know, managed by people and people are not always right. Um, the difference um, when it comes to like um, mutual funds, as I said before, it can come in the form of ETFs, exchange traded funds, which are these little baskets of companies again, and they follow the market and just index funds in general where um, it's the same concept, but it's just what, uh, what the difference is, is that with ETFs, um, the prices fluctuate throughout the day while an index fund um, doesn't, right? So the price, if you're buying it for a particular day, it stays the same, right? ETF is one type of index fund. And then you have an index fund in itself, as I explained, 
the 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 price doesn't change if you're buying it in a particular day, but it's still a basket full of uh, companies from the S and P five hundred. And with ETFs, it's um, a basket full of companies from the S and P five hundred, um, where the price fluctuates throughout the day. Okay, and there, are, in terms of like making money um, off the stock market, there are two ways. One way is capital gains, and the easy way that I can can explain this is um, involving real estate, right? So you buy a home, and you see that the price of the home goes up, right? It's higher than what you bought it for. You sell it. So the price you pay for it and the price you sell it for is not the same. You sold it for a higher price, meaning you made money. That is essentially what capital gains is. You bought the stock for one price, or the index fund, or the ETF, or whatever. Um, you bought it for one price, one price, and you sell it for a higher price, meaning you made a capital gain, and. Well, depending on um, where you live in the world and whatnot, um, there are some tax rules you have to be aware of. Um, but these are like pretty easy to like understand once you get into it. You know, it's it's easy to log into your um, to your country's tax authority website and. Just look at the rules and whatnot, and how much you have to pay, and that's that. It's pretty simple. Um, I would say it's like doing tax deductions. Um, it's not hard once you get um, get a hang of it, right? And the other way to make money off the stock market is through dividends, right? So you can make capital gains and dividends at the same times. At, at the same time, oh my god, I can't speak today. <laughs> So what dividend is, is kind of like a thank you from the company, right? So the company is saying, hey, thank you so much for investing in us. Here, we give you money now, right? So they will wire you money just for investing in that company. And it depends. Every company is different. One company will tell you. Uh, we um, issue like dividend every four months. Um, every three months, some companies would say like six months at a time, so two times a year, and some are like we give out yearly dividend, right? So it's like a cherry on the ice cream, right? So investors in general they don't like headhunt for a uh, dividends. It is a bonus. It's a nice to have. So if you're investing in companies where you are paid dividend. That is great, you know. Keep doing that, um, and I also think it's like a good idea to um, invest in those companies that provide um, dividend. It's always great to have those um, in your portfolio. And if you hear portfolio, right, you may associate it with arts, like somebody's like collection of arts, right? It's exactly the same here in the financial context. It's just like a collection of whatever investments you have. That is your portfolio, right? People make it complex, but it's not. It's very simple. 
Um, and in terms of like where you get started with the investing, it's like, okay, you told me like the different types of things you can invest in. Oh, you can also invest in bonds, um, which is like, what can you say? Like when you invest in a bond, you sort of given the company a loan and it's like a safe option. The company will pay you back for your loan. Um, but it is in a much smaller rate, um, than if you were to invest in, um, stocks or ETFs or whatever, uh, especially with uh, index funds and ETFs where the return is like 10%, um, on average, you might like with a bond get way, way less. So just because it's safe doesn't mean like it makes you more money as an uh, and as i talked about last time like the longer you stay in the stock market um the more you are able to like uh, minimize uh, your risk right the shorter you stay the higher risk you're in for potentially like losing money or whatever over time or something going wrong right so now it comes to the question like where do you invest depending on where you live in the world there are different platforms, right? You just have to search for them. And nowadays, like technology is so great, especially for like millennials and Gen Zs. And it would be good for you guys to like invest in, in these platforms that like allow you to invest in as much as possible or as little as possible. Like there are a lot of platforms that would tell you like, um, you need a minimum amount. So if the platform saying, okay, you can invest whatever money you have, that is good. But also like be aware of like the investment fees, right? So just like when you are, you know, when you have a bank and you have a credit card, a debit card, you are also paying a fee just to have that card. So the same way when you're trading on these platforms, um, when you're buying and selling, there are fees um, that come along with that. So you have to just read it. You know, I would say like an investment fee that's like less than 1%, it's good. The lower it is, the greater it is, right? So please compare. So if you find like a investment fee on let's just say um, 0 0.95, and then you find another platform where it says like 0 0.45 in investment fees, uh, go for the 0 0.45 because that one is way better. And yeah, just a better option overall. But again, it depends on where you are in the world. Um, I would actually like to do an in initiative, right? So I would like to make a Google Docs document, right? Um, I would write down, um, the investment platforms that are good to use here in Denmark, right? Um, but then I will also make space for other countries in the world, like US, um, United Kingdom, Canada, France, whatever. So people who can help each other out and, write down the investment platforms that are good in their countries, right? So we have a whole list of different um, investment platforms 
everywhere in the world, right? So if you look up United States, you will find Robinhood. You will find all these other, what can you say, investment platforms that you can use. Even though Robinhood is not a good example because they've been in trouble recently uh, with all the GameStop thing that happened. Um, right? And if you want to know what what happened with GameStop, just Google it. You know, it's it's crazy what happened. But I think it's like a year ago, maybe two years ago it happened. I don't know. Anyways, yeah, so you use these platforms just like um, you have your bank, right? And they have uh, like your workplace um, has your bank information and they wire the money um, to your account, right? The same way when it comes to in these investment platforms, right? You they, that's how you choose it, right? You choose it, you create an account there, and you just wire money each and every month. Um, and then you buy whatever you need to buy, and that's that. And you're good to go when it comes to, like, investing your money and whatnot. Yeah, right? Um, and again, like, I will upload an investment manual attached to this episode where you can also find it in the link uh, in the link tree um, link on Instagram on my personal account which is like the Yasmin Osman on Instagram and also like uh, the Instagram account for this podcast the financial therapy podcast um, that's just the name of it on Instagram you can find the link uh, to the link tree and, and then you can find in the investment manual where I explain again everything when it comes to investing, some keywords to look out for, things like that is explained in such an easy way. I think there's like 15 pages or something like that. It's not that big. Um, but other than that, I think that was it for this episode. So next time I will... Uh, get into the do's and the don'ts when it comes to like investing right because we talked about a little when it comes to like starting and when it comes to like starting investing and whatnot and how you do it um, and we mentioned like I mentioned a couple examples of what to start with and what are some of the best options to start with and yeah so next week, we will talk about like speculations and stuff like that. Speculations like um, cryptocurrencies and gold, silver, all these other things that you also can invest in. And what are the benefits, but also what risk that comes with investing in speculations. You know, just the word in itself um, will give you a pretty good idea of what it means to invest in these asset classes, right? So that's where we are going to talk about next week. And well, remember to follow me on my social media. It's in the description below. And remember to follow the podcast on all social media platforms. And again, I would like to say thank you so much for listening to this episode. And again, Remember to invest in these Nike shirts. I swear they are so loose and so comfy. You will not regret buying them. I'm telling you. So 
Again, thank you for listening and bye-bye.